This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. नमस्कार अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते आई एम अभिनंदन सेखरी बैक ऑन द हफ्ता थैंक यू ऑल फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस टुडे ऑन द पैनल वी हैव ऑन द फोन शिवम विज ही इज अ जर्नलिस्ट एन इंडिपेंडेंट जर्नलिस्ट ही इज बेस्ड आउट न्यू डेली यू मस्ट हैव रेड मेनी ऑफ हिस पीसेज वेर एवर दज इलेक्शन ही लैंड अप देर ओनली दैट्स वो लाइक डूइंग जहाँ इलेक्शन हुई तुम जस्ट उसी शहर चले जाते हो या गाँव इलेक्शन टूरिस्ट इलेक्शन टूरिज्म so he writes on travel and and living for on election tourism shivam vej he writes for the print he's written a whole bunch of pieces of the print for hafpo scroll as well as for news laundry also editor in chief madhu trehan hi madhu hello who's had yet another haircut the chup chup our journalist manisha with her hello. all new show which i'm sure you've been enjoying called nuisance okay so does that mean you have to watch tv Please every watch. night manisha yeah unfortunately okay And the one who doesn't watch the one TV but catches up in the reading, Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Hello. All good with you? Yes. So I'll quickly just plug once again: when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. And when you give your data to others, then it is breached and sold to others, and so on. So uh, do subscribe to News Laundry. Help support independent media. If you don't like us, support others, whoever you do like. But unless you pay, it ain't going nowhere. On that note. I will just quickly go over the stuff that we hope we can discuss and whatever we can find the time for in the 60 minutes we have or 90 whatever we choose to do today the NDA shake up the Telugu Desam party has decided to move away from the NDA and has asked for a no confidence motion for the last two parliament sessions they did not allow it to come up did anything happen today has anyone watched parliament no okay so we'll discuss a bit of that Raj Thakre on the in in the wake of Actually, this in mm. Parliament, what happened? Everybody shouted, ran into the well, screamed and yelled, and nothing was passed. And nothing. So yeah, I'm, went home. I'm doing what a very old friend of my brothers used to do when, while sitting in London, did live coverage for the BBC of funerals of state leaders in India, and the crowds are milling, and he's sitting in London. <laughs> so he didn't know. Huh? So you can say the same. The same general thing applies <laughs> yes, for all. Yes. In the wake of the um, sudden, uh, you know, distancing themselves from the NDA, Raj Thakre urges everyone to defeat the BJP and ask for Modi Mukt Bharat. I found that speech very funny. Then the Facebook data scandal. This is huge. It is basically taken everyone from you know uh, the U.S. Uh, lawmakers, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg there, to our law minister here, who issues out the most ridiculous empty threats always. He's issued one more. But this is of recent times. Uh, I would say the it's a, the biggest international problem that has emerged. Yeah, it's a common across platforms. Yeah. yeah. Then there was a Congress plenary, the eighty-fourth Congress plenary. I watched Sidhu's speech. Did Did you watch <laughs> it, um, Shivam? Were you there for the plenary? No, I saw it on TV. Okay, what do you think of Sidhu's speech? Sidhu's speech. Well, he was trying to say, "I'm a Congressman. I'm a Congressman. I accept that. Don't consider me outsider because the story apparently is that he hopes to be successor and be CM of Punjab." Can you imagine? Did any of you see the video clip that's going around about his past statements? Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, Shere, he maroon in my head. I mean, he's it, off in the head. No, he's not. I think this is what all of them do, and it's just become obvious with him. Yeah. Sure. Then at Congress plenary session, Sonia attacked Modi and said BJP slogans are drama bazi as opposed to the Ho Raha Bharat Nirman, which was the most effective ad campaign ever, right? The Lingayat Rao. For those of you who don't know, there is an old-standing demand of a community 
in Karnataka called the Lingayats and there has been this demand that there should be another religion and it has been recommended uh, by a panel's recommendation and the Karnataka chief minister has agreed. Then the most uh, biggest news made in the last few days was the Iraq tragedy, the confirmation that 39 Indians were in fact killed in Mosul. Yeah. This happened uh, about four years ago. And at that time, uh, Sushma Swaraj had you know, said that we don't have any such information. And this has turned into a political kind of slugfest. We'll discuss this. In fact, I think we should start from this. And the JNU professor Atul Johari being accused of sexual harassment, being arrested and getting bailed within two hours. Um, and then there was Lalu convicted and of course Arvind's apology tour <laughs> so we must end with Season that of apology. because I have a song around that and I'm sure Manisha will have something to say on WhatsApp journalism Zee Hindustan's show on Araria Jita Musalman Bana Pakistan Araria Bana Atankistan. Atankistan so there's a lot to do and we also have a couple of letters so let's get straight to it um, let's start with you Shivam on this uh, always picking on me I'm always picking on you. Yes, I'm always picking on you, Shivam, because you always have such interesting things to say. Whether I agree with them or not, they're always worthy of discussion. Uh, in fact, shit, I've forgotten now. You had written something in the print that I disagreed with. Maybe it'll come back to me. But on this, um, and I know Anand's written a piece. Has that is that piece up already on on the 39 Indians? No, that will go on Patriot first, and yeah, then okay, news okay. So, um, so yeah, uh, um, I want to know your view. I mean, do you really blame Sushma Swaraj for misleading people or like, it's a big announcement to make. I mean, is, is it, you think it's okay if, for those of you who don't know, there's one survivor who came, that survivor has given statements to the press that he was forced, he was being forced to say that don't say you saw the people dead. But let's say even mm. if he did, is that enough evidence for the minister to make, to, to commit I mean, do, how do you think it's been mishandled? If so, how? By who? No, boss, that's a lot of evidence. You have one survivor who's an eyewitness. He says, I saw them being shot as I ran. Uh, I think the Indian government, at the very least, looks incompetent. I mean, maybe maybe it's worse. Maybe, maybe they knew they were mistaking the nation and the families. And then they eventually abruptly decide to announce it in Parliament instead of informing the families first. They announce in Parliament and the families come to know on TV. I think the whole thing reeks of incompetence. So, but but you think even, okay, I agree with the latter half. I think on that there is, I don't think there's any other view that the Parliament, before Parliament was informed, they should have been informed. It would be very hard mm-hmm. to defend any other view. But on the first part, uh, was there enough mm-hmm. evidence for the minister to actually conclusively say that, yeah, they're all dead? Is I mean I I don't know. No, but you, you, you see why were they trying to underplay a survivor and eyewitness who said I saw it happen, right? Right. And when to the chief Sushma Swaraj's statements, since then she kept alive the hope that they could be alive, and we all thought that the Indian government was going to do something to bring them back. Hmm. Actually, yeah, so, on, on that you're right Because if they didn't know one way or the other I'll just quote what she said I quote As per the latest information of multiple third party sources They are safe, unquote So she did commit that they are safe That that was a, So she should have been non-committal We don't have information one way or the other I And mean, that would have been more appropriate Anand, you, you have a view on this? No, it can be one of uh, the consequences of uh, instant diplomacy That is Twitter diplomacy uh, the pressure on governments to indulge in a kind of communication that uh, uh, has uh, means more instant impact. 
so mrs soraz is known for that and she may have blundered on that count mm. but uh, one thing uh, she might have so uh, but one thing that needs to be taken into consideration is the uh, different scenarios post uh, july 2017 and before that uh, the mosul mosul uh, uh, was is controlled right. so the flow of information was anyway dubious hmm. it was dodgy information which uh, and government was quoting sources our sources say that they are alive right. and so and, they, and they were discrediting this eyewitness account because his they were of the opinion that he escaped faking um, identity of a muslim from bangladesh but uh, he was not present hmm. when the people were shot hmm. so uh, that is the government version uh, the uh, what could have been an occasion for uh, reassessing uh the security of workers overseas who work in conflict zones the issue was uh, the the opportunity was squandered in the, uh, political slugfest hmm. uh there is uh, also um, i think uh, ministry at the political level not at the diplomat level got too much involved in it a career diplomat uh, handling such communication would not have blundered uh, but uh, the onus on career diplomats is that once the minister has made some statement they have to, have to defend, it. defend it right so madhu yes um i think first of all that sushma swaraj as external affairs minister um does little in terms of international relations as you've seen that it's prime minister narendra modi who's in the forefront with um uh, external affairs when narendra modi travels internationally the um, bureaucrats of the foreign ministry travel with him but sushma swaraj doesn't so in that sense her job is pretty narrow in terms of her job making modi look good uh, like a call center no mm. uh, she's like a call center for help exactly. and she uses twitter for that also so when people call her for help she responds rather refi- efficiently usually mm. so if this is only her job she should have been a little bit more adept at it point 1 point 2 is there is no reason for her to cover up anything because she is not responsible for the deaths in fact it should have been the other way around she should have been an alarmist and said that we fear for these indians lives we're concerned about um, them not being alive when they didn't know and when in fact they did get to know that they were killed she should have been open and transparent about it after all it's not india or her ministry that's responsible for their death so sushma swaraj is basically uh, should have it, india is not responsible for those deaths uh, she should have put it out that we do not know when they didn't know when they knew they should have informed there was no reason for her to not be transparent so this shuffling around and and uh, cover up just makes it look murky for no reason at all right so I, she's uh, really not handling i'm not sure whether it was a cover up but uh, it was it a was communication not a disaster it mis- yeah it, it was, was mishandled uh, uh, and uh, uh, second is what was the timing what prompted it to be declared now now there are a lot of speculations that some political capital being made out of it i don't think this this, uh, this foreign policy decisions uh, 
carry with them a lot of political capital. But one rational explanation is that uh, Martyr's Foundation, which is an Iraqi government body, uh, was expected to come up with this statement, and that would have embarrassed government. So they had to somehow preempt it. So mm. uh, they had to <laughs> declare it first before the Iraqi government body it announces itse- itself that Indians were uh, killed. So yeah. Uh, so sorry, Manisha, come in. But before that, just one observation, and I am saying this not from third-party sources, but directly to me. I have spoken to people who. Um, you know, work in the Ministry of External Affairs, uh, that their ministry has been turned into just an event management company to make Modi look good. So no matter where he, Modi goes and he's doing the whole foreign exchange outreach, our foreign ministers just make... And, and I know for a fact there is some uh, discontent among officials. No, I've got the other point from mm-hmm. um, officials who work over there. They're really pleased that they're dealing with Modi directly in foreign relations because they said he's extremely quick on the uptake. Mm. If there's a foreign, uh, uh, if there is a meeting in any uh, foreign country, after the meeting, Narendra Modi calls the group together and asks for feedback. Mm. And usually the what this man told me was that the very young people start doing as is expect, they think is expected of them, uh, a chaplu see this thing, and he shuts them up, saying, "I'm not listening. I don't need this fan, uh, fanning of egos. I don't need this. Tell me what." So when he's told that you know what you said here could be misinterpreted in their culture as this, they say he's the quickest learner, hmm. that he never makes the same mistake twice. Yeah, I mean, his, that so feedback they, could be, but no, I'm saying as I'm far saying as what the ministry the officials that I've spoken to in the external affairs ministry are not unhappy that he's in charge of that because of the way he deals with them. Hmm. Manisha. So I'm, I'm a little sympathetic with the minister in the sense that, okay, it's fair to say that I, we need concrete proof and only then will we concretely say that these guys are no more alive and DNA is the most concrete, you know evidence that you can hand over but the treatment to Harjit Masih who was the lone survivor is very curious and you should read this piece in Fountain Inc which uh, detailed his uh, experience there he basically survived by playing dead so he says that everyone was shot dead I lay there for 20 minutes pretended to be dead and then got out and you know he came back to India he was told not to speak to the media he kept quiet because they had offered him a job and when that didn't work out he then sort of went to the media so that is very bizarre. I mean, you can say that, okay, he's an eyewitness, but still it's just one man's word and we want to do our proper test before we, you know, announce such a thing. So th- the treatment to this guy was really strange. And secondly, it's not just about saying, they kept giving hope to families saying that these guys are safe, they're in a hotel, we are looking for them. When the DNA samples were also collected, there are quotes from families saying, we're really scared, we don't know why this is happening. At least tell them that, you know, your samples are being corrected for this, this reason. Hmm. So complete lack of communication with the family, not informing them before, you know, announcing this on television is reeks of something. I mean, it just makes you feel suspicious of the whole thing. Even if it could just be like Anand said, a case of mishandling. And also there was a callousness, at least uh, the way it was reported. I'm not sure one should read exactly the way it was reported. There might be a a story behind the story. But there was a picture of the families waiting for the dead bodies for two days, not knowing when their bodies were going to arrive. Mm. So that's very strange. But but I do think... At least the families should be dealt with properly now. No, no, absolutely. I think there is something to be said of inefficiency, which is more, um, you know, equal. It's And inefficiency is inefficiency. But I think mishandling it happened because of inefficiency and also because what is your aim? 
what are you trying to do are you trying to fix a situation or are you trying to make sure that modi looks good yeah. my concern is every ministry every decision is how will it make modi look in 2014 when his chest thumping hum isis ko mita denge hum ye kar denge wo kar denge just as he when he assumes power 39 indians shot by isis would not make him look good so i i'm and, and i think i can put up a fairly convincing argument across ministries every decision is how does this make make modi look and so the starting point according to me is wrong to confront any situation mm. so inefficiency is not the problem it's something else so uh, yeah shivam now you spent a lot of time in uh, this place gorakhpur and phulpur no only phulpur i didn't go to gorakhpur i didn't go to gorakhpur why is that well gorakhpur one young bhp will win so what is there to see <laughs> and obviously <laughs> there was lots to see which you missed I mean how important is it according to you you know for the polls coming up do these mm. bipoles have any impact or are they at all a gauge of of how they're going to do in the future or are they not connected in your view well before going to phulpur i wrote a piece saying is a phulpur bipole and now we can say gorakhpur as well it was more important than the karnataka elections in being the bell weather for 2019 because uh, this is up this is a bsp sp alliance being tested the alliance could fail very badly over very well and you know karnataka is an assembly election and you know it will pass but but if the bsp sp alliance is working that was a key test in up so and now we can say that it was working it was it was beautifully it was incredibly because both dalits and yadavs uh, feel they left out of power and they see no option but to come together with each other and i think their leadership as i written have been forced to come together because of a demand on the ground mm. and i think that spells real trouble for the bjp because in terms of um uh, you know firstly like the mahagathbandhan bihar in 2015 you know like bihar even today up now has two sides so the vote got the anti bjp vote will not get divided in 2019 there only one side mm. and in terms of caste numbers both sides are equally stacked stacked up with around 50% voters okay let now me, it's me let, sorry let me just come in here i mean i i never try to predict an election because i i think there is no um no real way of doing it but yeah. you said assembly election can also be a bellwether of actually there is enough data to suggest that is not the case at all you know from 2004 onwards yeah yeah i don't i don't i, I don't think data stories but data uh, <laughs> stories so no no i just all i'm saying is the question in fulpur and gorakhpur was that is the bsp sp alliance working and in fact i wrote no no i agree on that on that i agree i'm talking about when you mentioned the assembly the assembly election being like you know karnataka assembly election being a bellwether right. i'm saying mm. as, what 
बाइपोल लोकसभा कंस्टिट्यूंसी मे बी अ बेटर इन फैक्ट इंडिकेटर आई एम सींग दैट एन असेंबली इलेक्शन इज हैज नेवर रियली बिन एन इंडिकेटर ऑफ ऑफ द नेशनल इलेक्शन ऑल ऑफ यू लिस्निंग इन द छोटा हफ्ता डू सब्सक्राइब यू कैन लिस्ट द एंटायर हफ्ता we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel